Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to The Connection, a weekly radio program where we share our experiences and expertise with stories of caring, courage, and change right here in Connecticut. Listen to learn about needed resources to improve your well-being and transform your life. Now, here are the hosts of The Connection, Lisa dematis Lapore and Anne Baldwin. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to another edition of The Connection right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. I am one of your co-hosts, Ann Baldwin. And I am the second co-host, Lisa dematis Lapori from The Connection. You are not the second. We are both number one. Fine. Okay. That's good. So um, everything's been going well. You're enjoying your good. summer. Summer's good. Yeah, flying by though, isn't it? It is really you going believe by. believe it's already mid-July. It's just hard to believe. It is hard to believe. So we're a little bit off topic, but not really today because this is called The Connection, right? And Correct. we've been hearing, especially now that we're on Again, at 9 o'clock, if you're listening, thank you for that. Uh, 9 o'clock on Sundays, we've been getting so much feedback from so many people who are listening to the show. And I thought, what a great topic to talk about. And so I thought it would be interesting to have uh, Maria Librio on, who's vice president of Rose Hill, to talk about a conversation that she and I had a while ago about how things are changing when it comes to saying goodbye to a loved one. Mm-hmm. And this kind of hit hard and hit home with me recently because my dad was high risk for a pretty major surgery that he just had. And here I am thinking a number of things. One, you know, what am I going to do if my dad passes? Um, here I am alone. My siblings are all over the place. And, you know, I haven't prepared for that. Okay, the guy's 84 years old, right? I haven't prepared for that. I don't don't know where he would be buried. He's a veteran. Do I want him cremated? You know, and in talking to Maria, it's how things have changed. And we're going to get into that a little bit. Remember the days of, I remember, I'll go to my grandmother, who I love, love, love my grandmother. We had the best relationship. And when she passed, open casket, church service, funeral home. Two days. They to, used to have that, yep. the, two, the two full you days. You know, burying her, crying, saying goodbye, sharing memories, and, and you know, that putting everybody kind of putting their arms around and comforting each other. But are we doing that anymore? So anyway, without further ado, I thought it would be uh, a great conversation to have. And so, Maria, thank you for coming in studio Welcome. and being on the show. Thank Welcome you. to the Thanks show. for having me. Yeah. And this hit home with you, too, Lisa, when you and I were talking about oh, yeah. booking this particular segment. Yeah, um, recently in December, um, uh, someone, a close friend, old friend, passed away, and uh, it was sudden. Well, it was sudden. I don't know, maybe it wasn't sudden. He struggled with substance abuse his whole life and mental health. But I was um, telling Anne that he's on my mind a lot lately, and I realized that when I'm, I'm, I don't have a place where I can go to put flowers and... It was just like two-hour service, and 
they were going to have him cremated, but it was like nothing. It was just, I feel like he's just gone. And I, I can't, right. and it was, it, there wasn't any, I feel like there wasn't a lot to celebrate or talk about of, of what his, some of his accomplishments instead of focusing on, you know, obviously the mistakes that he made and there's no place to, to go and say a prayer or sit or, you know, and again, you know, you think about, well, someone stays in your heart and they're in your memories, et cetera. But I think there is something to be said about going to somewhere Right. Where there you can, is. And, and that's what bugs me. One of the other things is that there's, everybody has to have grief. You have to go through the stages of grief. It's just a matter of how long it takes and the way everybody does that. And ironically enough, before we were he- getting on Facebook of all things, um, it was a quote that came up and it said, grief is the last act of love we have to give those we loved. Where there is deep grief, there was great love. And I was like, that is so wow. what this is, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, people come in and yes, we used to do two days of what used to be called a week. Right. And then we did the funeral service and then we went to the grave and then we had the lunch and then people still didn't go to work for probably a couple of days. And now you get three days and it better be someone you knew or was related to very closely or that's not going to happen. We don't always do what's called calling hours really now. Right. Um, and, or we don't bury. And so one of the elements is people, and people aren't burying. Whether they're cremating, they're not, not everybody is burying them. So there's no That's final right. resting place. Exactly. There's no record of a burial. So for no one's going to be able to do that years from now, they're not going to be able to find you because you aren't buried. You know, they scatter. Well, that's all lovely, you know, but it's, it's really not always a form of um, healing and and it may be for some people and it may not be for others. But, you know, I always look at it as when you go to a service and it's someone you don't know or didn't know well, how do you feel? How do you feel when you are at calling hours, if they have them, if you are a service, if the service is at the church, if the service is just in the funeral home, is it a graveside service? And there are some amazing graveside services. Um, is it an open casket? Is it closed? Was it an urn you were you were there for? Mm-hmm. There's a very different feeling that you have. Well, then what do you think is going to happen when you pass or someone who is close to you that you have to make arrangements for? It's expensive, but somehow you're going to have the expense. You're going to be in therapy because <laughs> you have to go through the grieving process. Well, and you know, Maria, and if you're just tuning in, we're speaking with uh, Maria Librio, who is the vice president of Rose Hill. And I should also mention that Rose Hill is a combination funeral home and cemetery in the largest cemetery in the state of Connecticut in Rocky Hill again. Um, And they're combined because that's grandfathered in. This cemetery goes back to 1932. Wow. And it's acres and acres and acres. And it's a memorial park, which I learned from Maria that defines it as, you know, there's bronze flat stones. Yeah. So you can see, you know, mm-hmm. rolling hills and, and things like that. It's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. But you said to me candidly uh, a little while ago, Lisa, that you fear that they just threw his ashes in a jar and who knows where it is. Correct. So, and the other That's thing, That's happening Marie, a lot. It is because you, now it's got to be convenient, right? Remember Correct. when someone passed, like my grandmother, it didn't matter what it took. You get in that station wagon, you get your butt there. If you got to drive 18 hours through Nebraska to get there for that funeral, you do it. And now it's, well, let's wait till it's convenient. But let's it's, fly all in. Let's go to their favorite mountains or their favorite waterway and just right. throw their ashes in well, there. Well, it's also the way 
our, we've structured our society. You know, you didn't work, eat, sleep, bank 24-7. Now you can do all of those things and you're expected to. Mm. And you fall in the trap that that's what companies, how companies are operating. Well, let me ask you, Lisa, you're the president and CEO of The Connection. How many employees do you have? Uh, close to 500. Can you imagine? Okay, so 500 employees. And I got to tell you, thank goodness I haven't worked in corporate America for 20 years because I don't think I could do it. But I remember back in the day, and I'm just wondering how it's handled. If someone passed or I had to go away for a funeral, they would ask you, well, who is it? And if it wasn't your next of kin. They don't ask that. I mean, I've got friends that are closer to me than my family. You so know, whose business is it? No, we don't. You know, we're probably... Um, different in the sense of some other companies or or agencies because this um our organization was really built on um what's the word sort of like a, a fam like not family but a really close-knit and we really respect we respect the fact that people have lives outside of work and we recently had uh, a staff person, well, maybe it's a year now, but it seems like recent, whose husband passed away unexpectedly. And she called me, it was a Sunday, and she called me and she was obviously devastated and unconsolable. And, you know, again, it, you know, and we've had other tragedies that happen with, you know, staff. The point is, though, that you have to be a human being. And so we do not, we don't say it has to be three days. In other words, we we want people, because the work that we, because life is difficult, right? And the work that we do with the connection is difficult. We need our staff to be able to function and do what they need to do. So if they've lost someone, we we expect them to take the time that they need. It's reasonable, but we, we don't even, at times, don't even really look at that. We look at what is happening you know it's not so easy it's not cookie cutter it's three days for you it's two days for you is this person related is this person not culturally the what people choose to do is still embedded in 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 those cultures very very much so um and and i mean i think it's great i i'm part of an italian family but um you just have to understand and and i will bet that if you actually surveyed the employees who were out for various things whether it's a, whoever it was that the the people who felt more closure during that service however the service was do better and come back quicker you know like you said you just love to go sit on a bench by this person or be able to share your thoughts or however it is you want to mm-hmm. you know want to heal so, Maria, tell the story about the woman who comes, what is it, seven, Pat, Pat who 14 comes. 14 days a month. 14 days a month. Tell that so, story. Um, a few years ago, she had come in because someone had stolen a, a plant, or then it, it may have been, I'm not sure, but it's 140 acres. And um, so I brought her to uh, Gilbert Farm, which is uh, uh, adjacent to us, and we got the same plant that she had purchased that she was excited and we came back and I said do you mind if I sit with you and I sat with her for two hours that first time and then she kept coming back and that's how we learned it's 14 days her son died on October 14th and it's 14 days a minimum every single month and it's going to be four years this October and she's wonderful and I think without us and being able to come in I don't know what would have happened really to her this is this is we are a really big part of her life. So when people even talk about, yeah, it's just a cemetery. Well, if you made it, especially at Rose Hill, because we're there 20, 
were there seven days, you know, six days a week. Um, well, you're there when you need to be right, there. But you're also, we're there working. Right. Some cemeteries, you can't go to an office. Mm-hmm. Um, they're only open. You have to make a phone call and they, they come and they prepare the ground and you can't really meet with staff. You can come to the cemetery at any, any time while they're open, but you can't be with staff. Mm-hmm. Well, because we have the funeral home and the cemetery office, we're there six days a week. So you can. And, and, and that's a big deal. You know, if, if you're thinking of where you is one of the options is we're going to look where you're going to be buried or you wouldn't bury a loved one. And there's a lot to be said for when you come, you have people to talk to. And so it's, it's that relationship and that being able to come back. Um, and well, as Maria mentioned, it's 140 years. And the other thing is there, and I got to give Maria a lot of credit for this because like I said, this thing's been around forever and there's these beautiful monuments there. And you've worked really hard on restoring a lot of those monuments, including this one, which is the Last Supper. It's we're, huge. We're working on that. Really? Leonardo da Vinci's The Last Supper, Supper is, is being worked on now. So to maintain and to keep things going and keep things so that you know you go to a place and you feel inspired you feel you know you you you're almost nourished by your environment and if you want i want to mention too their um website is rose hill memorial park all one word dot com so as italian girls yes if there's a cool thing about a cemetery this is my favorite this is cool this is cool so you're italian girls so talk about this new incentive that you've just rolled out maria so i um we have we have this our new website that that you just mentioned, and um, we're we're taking we have forty over forty thousand now people buried with us, and we're taking all of our paper records and putting them into a database. And now I have my college kids going around this summer taking pictures of all the markers, so that they will be uploaded. So when you pull your loved one, you will f- be able to find the marker as well. But in the midst of that, you're also going to be able to download, um, and you can go to the website rosalmoropark.com, and there's a link. And you can upload photographs, stories, handwritten letters, recipes, I mean, anything you want. And it will go to, it, it takes 48 hours, but it, it will be in, the, in there for, forever. And other people will be able to access that as well. And I just, I mean, right, for, as an Italian it's person, like, that's a memory. Yeah. And I was even saying, Ian, it's not just about just her aunt's, you know, let's say cookie recipe or sauce recipe for Italian girl, right? Um, but what happens if somebody else comes along and says, I knew Anne's aunt, grandmother, whatever. I remembered that recipe. You would never even thought to give it to her, but it's going to be there. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, look, what would we be able to, we could make we, the things you could do with those concepts. Um, and you would just have them. But give me a movie. Give me, you know, one of the things that happens when people come in. Favorite song. song. Right, yeah. They come in. It's kind of like putting one of those little time capsules, right? It Remember those is. things? It's kind of like that. But then for generations and for more people to come, it's just, I think it's just such a cool idea. Right. You know, so, I mean, we thought that would be, I certainly thought it would be a cool thing to do. And hopefully it, um, I've had some people that have done it that I've known. And some people are kind of a little skittish right now but I think that well, I mean, that's what kind of ancestry is focused on too right and it's about capturing history forever mm-hmm. and it's something yeah. it's something new so let's get back to Lisa oh. okay? okay back to Lisa and because I don't know if we really answered your question so what advice do you have for people out there that it might be feeling like Lisa that are listening to this program that don't feel that they've had closure or maybe they're 
jerk boss wouldn't give enough time off of work or right. any time off of work for that closure. And it's also respect. You know, it may not it be how close someone is to me, but for example, I had a former co-worker's son pass. I felt I wanted to be there to show my respect. Mm-hmm. And um, so what do you think that people need to do to think about and also to kind of plan in advance because we never know. You know, here we are almost 59, but you don't know. You could get hit by a truck tomorrow, right? Correct. And part of your time in grieving is not to be able to sit here and figure out and worry about what are you going to do, how are you going to do it, when you're going to get to the funeral home, when you're going to get to the cemetery, when you're going to pick out a stone or a marker or, you know, or pay for it, you know, and you're stuck with that if you haven't planned. Um, so clearly one, I mean, I'm a CPA by trade too, so that always irks me when we don't have some form of mm-hmm. thought process mm-hmm. of what things cost and how, how would it would be paid for. Um, but obviously the first moment is you go to other people's funerals. And you see how it feels right. to be there. So, um, and then you think, how would, how does that feel? Well, the other thing is, then you start talking to friends and relatives. You know, I I went and thought I should plan mine because you know here's what I do for a living now, and um, I sat down with my funeral staff. So on the other side of the desk, what what to do? And I did this whole process, and then I took it back and I happened to call my cousin, and it was weird because she was like, "What do you mean you're doing that?" And I said, I don't know. I was thinking, I think in cremation. I don't know. I was just wasn't no, you really out, thinking, right? You, but then what ended up happening is I picked out a particular casket. And, and she talked about, I, I feel like I would need to see you. Now, assuming that everything is okay and that would work, because sometimes it's not feasible. Mm-hmm. So To again, have an open casket. Right? So sometimes the reason why people don't is be, right. for many For reasons, someone was sick right? or they were in exactly. some way. Right? Yeah, you um, don't want to leave that as your last right. visual either. So, exactly. But, you know, many people are. And... um you know, what is, this is what, and my uncle had passed um, last year. So, you know, I knew that was important. I just didn't quite realize what that meant for her. So you go through this process and you touch things and you look at them and you think about it and, and you plan and you organize it. And then you go look at a cemetery. In fact, I knew my family was at Mount St. Benedict. That's where my whole family is. Um, and not to say that I, I love Roselle, but I mean, you do you probably be where your want to be with yeah. your family. And so you go and you look at that and you realize, well, how would this work? Now, I already know, based on, because I do the cemetery, how many people can be buried in one in one lot and how that works by cemetery. And so I had to wrap my head around that, I, yep, I do have a place, right? Um, it might not be there but I just wanted to make sure that that was doable. Right, yeah. and for your kids' um, sake, and for everybody that you leave behind's sake, it's one less it's, thing that My they, mother did that. Right. They prepaid, oh. and it's all, it is. It's right, and, and it's planned. So now you yeah. walk, you call, and they're like, yes, and then you take, they take out a file, and it's there. Mm-hmm. And all these things that mom or dad or whoever wanted is there. Now, sometimes people don't fund, they plan it, and it's a $10,000 funeral, and, and they only have you know, eight in this account and they didn't put anything in the revocable side. Um, so there's not enough to cover that cost. Be, um, but nonetheless, it's a good chunk at of it. least, and, or at least you have an idea of what they right. were looking at. Mm-hmm. Well, Murray is you know? also a, a CPA by trade, if you right. can right. tell, like she mentioned. Yeah, you right. said that. So it's, and it's just yeah. important. And if you start doing these steps, you know, looking and thinking what it feels like at other places, talking to your family and friends, going to visit that cemetery, buying a lot. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean. Thinking about what I, charity you want to donate right, to, too. too. Maybe in lieu of flowers, you want right. to give to 
don't let somebody else pick that for you. Right. I've I've made it public what songs I want at my wedding. I have oh, that's about mom, as far as my gone. mom has like the world. It's all planned. Yeah, the flowers. Yeah, I, yeah. literally. I'm like, what if someone puts flowers that you don't like? Mom, well, then they need to be taken out. Um, but it's it's but it's a different thing because you come from an Italian family. Yeah. I think that that's it is huge. It's okay. So even though you know they're you're te- technically Italian, some people still aren't doing certain things. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's um, again time frame work. Some people are are choosing not to do certain things because they just need to get it done because it's they painful. want it. It's, it's convenient. It's, correct. It's painful. Or is it convenient? It's, painful or convenient well, or both, right? Or both. Um, and, and to your point, the um, your friend who passed because they were, um, unfortunately, you know, addicted and, and it didn't go well. They didn't survive. Um, I find many of those scenarios you, you have people that want it just done over. And they're also um, not capable of talking about it. So they don't want people to really know. Yeah, and there's was, a stigma was... to a lot of, of stuff. Um, and that's hard because you still need to have those stages of grief. Mm-hmm. I know. You it's know, true. Yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of suicide now, but you're still right. grieving that loss, you know. I find it's getting to be, I see more and more obituaries, you know, that are written to, with the truth you know oh yeah they say that now they say that now but and everything's going to continue to evolve and change but it's part of life death is part of life and you can't avoid it and you can't ignore it right right so but yeah but if you do this start doing some steps um it it doesn't make it less sad but it's helpful Mm -hmm. it's it gives you some time extra time to not have to be Worrying about right. what would be the right. plan and the arguing with you know his siblings. Oh God! You know, oh. if this had just been done, then there isn't a question. It's oh, it's done. When my, when my father passed, um, this was you know, I was nineteen. It was just oh my God! It was awful. It was so. It was more traumatic is getting the family wrapped around. They knew he was dying, but I, I'm not going to get into it. But it was, there was so much undue drama that really my mother and I did not need because right. we were going through this loss and, you know, arguing about it's open, it's not, and who and what and why. And um, it was, it was, it was awful. And to, um, it, you know, it, it's unfortunate because I, I do think that weddings and funerals and things like that can bring out, instead of the best, the worst in people. Absolutely. And those are the times when you really need your family to embrace you mm-hmm. and to, um, you know, do the right things. And again, I, I really feel this way is, you know, you have to treat a person right when they're alive and and celebrate things and if you have unresolved issues and there's other things going on um you know and you add that to the mix of people's mixed emotions it's just it's a disaster and it's just unfortunate to see that happen it is it's chaotic very much so it's chaotic and it's wrong but but even that you know um people are are, nowadays are also trying to take it and they make it easy so they do that cremation and then they hold these you know cremains ashes however you want to refer to it and um and then they wait and then they come and they call us and they say we're just gonna do this graveside we can do it all by ourselves right and then and then they wonder why there's chaos because you're already emotional because you're burying your friend or loved one 
Um, you really can't. You think it's a, it's a very simple thing. Like you just make these phone calls and you just do this. But well, would you show up for your own wedding and just say, hey, we'll wing it? Right, because I know how to I know how to you know do a catering and oh, I know yeah. how to set a table right. and I and, and and that's not to an extent it is but but what 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 we're doing especially when we do it inside our graveside we have someone to stay with you through all these phone calls and helping you with stuff and if it's a, it's a clergy member that's coming worrying about that person driving everybody up to that gravesite in a certain way so that it's not stressful and and staying with you and um it, all of that mm-hmm. stuff and that's a big deal mm-hmm. and everybody's trying to get out of it you know cheaper exactly and that's not it shouldn't be about the money it should be about leaving the legacy and closure and closure it's really about closure and if you plan well enough in advance so you have an idea um you know it it's doable it is guess what i'm putting on my to-do list Uh, there you go that well maria librio vice president of rose hill memorial park thank you so much for being here some good useful information for our our listeners and uh lisa it's always a pleasure it's always a pleasure to see you okay and thanks ladies thank Thank you you. and we appreciate you listening to this edition of the connection right here on wtic news talk 1080 a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.